five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Home Podcast, your premier podcast covering the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans. I am Chris at Lightforce, joined virtually as always by Omni at Omni Strife and Jordan at Sir Dr. Jam. Welcome, gentlemen. Sorry, which podcast is this? What are we covering? What did Who? I say? Vancouver I mean, I... Defiant? What are those? I haven't yeah, heard yeah, of these yeah, things. Yeah, that's what I said, right? In so long. Are there actually teams like that? I'm not sure. I heard they're moving to the East region. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, funny thing is, is I, and I could, I could very well be misremembering this, but when the Vancouver Canucks joined the NHL, there's a part of me that wants to suggest they were playing in the East because huh, of how really? the dis, like the disposition uh, of the teams was at the time. But there are there are in the meat sports side in North America specifically quirks that have occurred where in the big leagues teams through mergers and what have you relocation may play a season or a few seasons like the Detroit Red Wings used to be a Western team mm. yeah know, that Western like metropolis in, of Detroit mm-hmm. Michigan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see kind of like right, Memphis so. is still uh, in the West in the NBA but like they're not really. Yeah, I mean, and that's because based on relocation, they were, you know, as far-ish west as one professional franchise could probably get. Mm-hmm. So and I was like, uh, but no, we're we're here to talk about lots of nothing, right? Is that is that possible? Lots of nothing. Let me check the show notes here. It looks like uh, FC, uh, exists and exists. Oh, we got show notes at the end. That's nice. Well, okay. So, you know, <laughs> my bad. I, I had, no, a, I had like, like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get it to you guys. No worries. And then my my day goes all to everything. I mean, to be frank, do we really need show notes? Well, I mean, there were some I, players that have officially been signed or and or cut. Um, so there's that. Um, and I did include the, you know, status of what's going on in, in APAC ish. Um, so we can talk about that, but uh, also I, yeah, I, that, really, I, mean, it's I relocated as episode. well, which is pretty crazy. So that's true. I mean, if only our, our listeners could see where you are, you are currently recording inside of a closet that has lights. Uh, no, I'm beside the closet. I mean, the acoustics should be a little bit better in here. Cause I did have a little bit of echo in the other room. So that's nice. Yeah. I mean, there's blankets everywhere. It's, uh, <laughs> it's much cozier. Yeah, yeah. I have I have always wondered if I should just go upstairs one time, one night, set up in the closet, record a podcast <laughs> just to see what it sounds like. Because the number of times that I'll read uh, articles on how to improve your your sound treatment, I mean, which it does because it's a lot of soft materials, right. but um, you know, how's the Wi-Fi in there? Mm. Will it work? You know, am I yeah. setting myself up on pillows or something like that? I don't know. You know, I'm on Wi-Fi now. Hopefully it holds. We can rename the podcast to Ready, Set, Fold with all that laundry uh, around us. <laughs> uh, speaking of folding, let's uh, push the payload. Moving the payload. Join me.
You know, that that segue could have been dark. Vancouver and Toronto are not folding. Uh, <laughs> you, you saw me turn my head at that. I was a little confused about that one. Well, it, see, in, in, in the past context, there would be some people that thought Vancouver mm-hmm. might. I mean, we know yeah. there's a brand update of some sort that's going to take place. But beyond that, Vancouver has continued to exist. Um, oh, Toronto continues to exist news? it's actually the vancouver laundry now that's the rebrand that's the laundry. why they're folding yep that's um, why they're folding oh, See, huh, you were actually being huh. very good about the segue oh, like okay, there's something okay. uh you know something weird going on with financials we're not implying anything if <laughs> it's called vancouver laundry how about that valiant not paying their uh, players though <laughs> it's Sorry. laundry not laundering <laughs> that's like true. Uh, now, now I'm actually. Is that legit that they weren't paying? Nothing yet. Yeah, I, I don't see why you'd uh, falsify such such a like, claim, right? Well, I mean, what does LAV think they are? Twitter? <laughs> like not paying rent and stuff like that? Allegedly, um, but no. In in real Titans news, um, they as a community are doing things like they have they they're mm-hmm. got some contests. They got a tournament. They've actually, every month it seems, they're running like a, a community tournament for cash, um, which, you know, if we think back to their existence is something that they struggle to do. So I, I'll give them some some kudos for that. Toronto, on the other hand, has been pretty quiet. Like, they exist in social media. They're, you know, Toronto Defiant Discord is active, but that's because their fan community is what just, you know, keeps yeah. that, that going. Um, what Toronto? I find interesting, though... Oh, go ahead, Omni. No, I was just saying Toronto is so uh, quiet that even their alleged players are starting to like leak things during streams. But oh yeah, funny. <laughs> like like Sam on on yeah, the, yeah, yeah yeah he I mean and then people are like overanalyzing that like oh no that could <laughs> be what, bait. what could this mean yeah he's not going to Toronto after all it, it's going the, he's going to the Leafs uh, yeah <laughs> that's totally what it is um. I was going to say with Vancouver, though, um, I think what's been most interesting are, are some of the questions that Papa Punkab has, has been asking, such as, will there be watch parties and the like? And it kind of brings a smile to this old man's face when the father of one of your newest players who lives on the other side of the planet says, hey, do you know when these might be so we can make arrangements? And their answer is, Hey, we'll let you know. There will definitely be things. Stay tuned. Follow hashtag announcements. Things are coming. Like, I mean, maybe now they've gone offline. Said, "Hey, this is here's some you know ideas." Blah 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 blah. But uh, I, I would if if Papa Punk can get these dates, um, that would be cool because the Titans, even when they talked to us, did not really tell us anything. So. And the only time that they actually shared something and put us under an embargo was simply the uh, information about the homestand. And the only reason that they were even interested in doing that is they wanted to be on our show to talk about it. And then obviously pandemic through the homestands out of the way, but there's that Um, free advertising. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if you guys caught it. Askoft was on uh, Zeroid's podcast and uh, while it was uh, all in French, uh, Papa Punk, uh, who put in uh, some serious effort and translated it for us. Hmm. Um, sounds like uh, they're 
they're going to have a six player roster. I mean, it, it wasn't clearly said that that was it, but that's sort of how it was positioned. Uh, there won't be an assistant coach. Um, Askoff looks for synergy players, execution, stuff like that. So six players. So we're missing one. We're missing still, one. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We have five thus far. I think. Yeah. I mean, six, six is league minimum. Like, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, all you yeah. have to get there at some point, and it can't be Bob from. Oh finance, yeah, that's true. So. I mean, Junkrat is pretty strong right now, right? Uh, Chris is still uh, have a shot, I think. <laughs> you know, yeah, Junkrat is so strong that every time someone picks him, immediately in chat, trash player, trash player, can't believe you picked Junkrat. Like all the Bastion mains out there right now are like, oh, <laughs> this is awesome. Well, are there still Bastion mains, or did they all die off? <laughs> well, I mean, there's Bastion main, right? <laughs> oh, I see. I mean, both statements can be true, right? <laughs> That's point. true. Uh, and again, I would like to be talking about Toronto in some way, shape, or form. Like, I don't know if any of the Toronto players uh, who are signed or not signed have parents who have or not have joined their Discord. I hope not most talking, players so. have parents. Like, Okay, that in the Discord is what I'm getting at, okay? <laughs> Man. Like this is this is going to be the show where we see our subscriber count drastically disappear. And we've had nice. some bad so shows good. in the so past. Good. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, I mean Toronto, uh, let us know what's up. We'd like to talk about it um, instead of like, hey, we could be talking about like a tweet that Adam dropped about how hypothetically there may or may not be a start date in April for the Overwatch League, and then soon after the tweet went live, the tweet disappeared and was replaced by one that didn't reference april uh classic adam if he's listening he's like why are you repeating this i'm so sorry (laughs) there's nothing else to talk about you know it would be truly classic adam classic adam would be coming on the ready set poem podcast oh yeah to officially unveil the toronto defiance uh overwatch league season six roster holy sick i think i think that would be classic adam no, I think you're right. That would be Classic Adam, but Classic Adam 2.0 would probably be joining One Man Watchpoint doing it there because it would be done in a week that we weren't recording RSP. That works too. And then I, works too. I would still have to say that your podcast is overrated. <laughs> I forgot about that, actually. I, why am I here again? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, we've again. pushed the payload as far as we can go. This is... This is like we just got out of Shambali spawn and we haven't gotten around the corner and we've run out of time. So <laughs> let's dive into the fray. So Boston, uh, they have a player manager now. Uh, Haney is joined. Uh, player managers seem to be all the rage. I mean, maybe this role has existed and was called something different, but like we're now seeing it, you know, pop up uh, a number of times already this season. Uh, Florida man, they added Chorong, who, as you would know, formerly played for the Toronto Defiant. They also added Sauna. Uh, the Hangzhou Spark made some cuts. They uh, let Pineapple go, Super Rich go, and then they added Rui as their head coach. Uh, the Glads, they uh, officially cut to, I put reindeer, uh, Reiner, uh, skewed in space. 
And then I put soul, like SEO, as we always have in our notes. The problem is there's two teams. This was the SED team, not the oh. SEI team. Um, mm. Soul Dynasty re-signed Profit. And Profit, so- there was rumors that Profit was going to be signing with, like, pretty much every team in the league, it seemed, uh, back in the, they like to have the Dynasty them? fold. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we didn't officially include it because it's not on the Overwatch League website. But the London Spitfire have, like, a 12-person roster that includes Harry Kane. Um, LeBron James, yes, Daniel Ricardo, yeah, Daniel Ricardo, <laughs> big names, some, uh, you know, oh boy, some, you know, real goats there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, no, I don't think there were any real goats, but <laughs> you know what? That well, might we... be like the special announcement they include like tomorrow, and we just broke it on RSP. Yeah, I can't wait yeah, to I'm see gonna... the matchup of right. uh, goat goat versus reindeer. <laughs> uh, I mean, fairness. I I didn't include the second D or E in reindeer. Sorry, I did include a D though. That's reindeer. Just, I mean, we just <laughs> came out of holiday season. Still a little bit on my brain. Yeah, well, did you take Fair. your uh, decorations off yet? Okay, uh, off the front, yeah. But my wife is in charge of the Christmas tree and that, and it's still up. Well, there you go. Mm. Yeah. This case. My uh, wife is a day after Christmas kind of person. Really? Ooh, oh, yeah. Like, I, if if we're not home, then it'll wait till we're home. That's the only reason it stays. We're like home. a week after, not. Yeah. In my yeah, like my household was like essentially January first. Like that was the day everything came down. Um, and my dad had his way. It would be like December thirty first. Like really, I mean, we can wait one more day. Yeah. Um. Although Christmas lights so around much. here will stay up because. It sucks taking those down in a foot of snow. So, and it's like 400 below. They're like permanently yeah. frozen oh, to your oh, house. Yeah, those stay up to like May. Yeah, Jeez. sometimes June. <laughs> oh, and then um, you know whether or not there's going to be more adjustment to the player rosters could very well be something that uh, gets fleshed out in a couple of weeks because. Um, Activision Blizzard and Netties have uh, essentially come to the conclusion they're done. Uh, oh. And uh, while I wouldn't necessarily say that there's been aye, mud aye. thrown in both directions, um, there's a lot of mud flying around from a variety of different places. Um, based on what has been put together, ATVI tried to... Uh, go back to Netties and say, hey, let's come to a deal. Netties and say, here's our terms. ATVI said no. Um, then uh, Netties says, okay, well, the date's the date. All your titles are done. Uh, ATVI said, well, hey, maybe we can, you know, uphold all your sa- all the save data, but we need you to comply. And Netties is like, why would we? It is a mess because if like something like save data, here you have put in all this time and that data goes bye-bye. I mean, regardless of whether or not you can play the title, if you happen to be in China is, is one thing Um, you can't even like VPN to another region and log into your account because it's just doesn't exist. I mean, I read a a little bit about what's going on and, and I just want to say that Bobby Kotick is kind of like the gift that keeps on giving. So very, And it has, you know, there is a trickle down because all of these teams that are based in China, they like 
they're not in China anymore. They're they're relocating to wherever, let's say Korea or or what have you. But does then the ch- Chinese community still follow teams or for a title that they can't themselves engage in? And it's yeah. not just you know it's not just Overwatch. It's all of the ATVI you know lineup, and I don't know which titles yeah. do well, like you know WoW for instance or something like that, but. That Overwatch uh, scene is suddenly dead. Like when someone says Overwatch is a dead game, <clears throat> China. In China, it is. <laughs> it, it, it will be, unless something at the, uh, not even the 11th hour, it's like the 11th well, hour, 59th minute, and 59th second happens. I, I do remember that old video from like 2016 or something of that uh, uh, bootleg Chinese Overwatch game on mobile. I guess they could transition oh, yes. to that. <laughs> <laughs> I Similar enough. Seeing that video. Oh, those yeah. were the days. Different, but the same, <laughs> but still different. Yeah. So, I mean, the big thing is if teams have to relocate, you know, have visa issues, you have, um, you know, organizations that may not be as interested in, in funding the same way as they were before. Yeah, and those those were big numbers always coming out from China, at least in terms of uh, viewership. Well, yeah, I mean, if if we think about like specifically the the transition over to YouTube, yeah, yeah, the numbers, the arguably, and I'm not going (laughs) to make the claim here, but there are some who would suggest the numbers, you know, did very well because of what they were able to then improve upon in in the Mm. region. I do wonder how much these games make an impact on netties because you have to figure if it was a big enough number they may have been more willing to negotiate right just because because netties has obviously it's it's tendrils and a lot of things right um well they do but then i would say the counter that is how many options does atvi have outside of a you know we talked about this yeah like last week the week before Mm -hmm, whenever it was mm -hmm. you know we were so like okay Who's who? What players exist in this space that they could go work with? And you know, I think we hit a very salient point when how much does the potential Microsoft transaction play into this as well? Mm-hmm. Like, do they want to sign right. a deal that then puts that deal into? Not, I don't think it creates an issue in in the deal closing. I mean, those fish are are being fried domestically mm-hmm. um, with the uh, federal trade commission. But, you know, I, I think there are so many moving parts that NetEase was it. Like it wasn't, yeah, you know, they're, they're the ones who, to, to who work with riot as well. Right. The same organization. Uh, Valorant, I don't know. I, I, I could tell you, I shall Google. Uh, but, um, I mean, I, I don't know. Part of me wanted to say Riot was Tencent, but, but I, I don't know. I don't, don't know enough about the scene. Oh, it is going to be messy. It is already messy. It's going to continue to be messy, and every uh, season no. and its uh, trials and tribulations. It seems like, yeah, uh, and I'm. You know, of, of, of many of the other challenges this league has dealt with, like this is one that they have no control over. Like 
as a league, I mean, yeah, someone might say, well, Chris, ATVI is the brand that owns the league. True, but, you know, I can't imagine Sean Miller can pick up the phone and say, get a deal done. Are they even answering Sean Miller's phone call? Yeah, I believe it is Tencent. I found a post on Reddit from mm. December that says Tencent finally receives approval to officially publish Valorant in mainland China. So, so but my so, guess was potentially accurate. But at the same time, Valorant dropped in what year? 20, I don't know, 19, maybe? 20, yeah, 20, 2020, yeah. something around there. And they're only now getting a publishing partner in mainland China? Like, does that say something about how long these deals take? Maybe. You know, if this Netties deal is up and Blizzard doesn't have something already cooking, then who knows how long it could be, right? Well, I would say if they if there was something cooking, oh, you you would you wouldn't there would be mud in they the would, air they right wouldn't now. be asking for an extension on their homework with Netties if there was something yeah, cooking, right? Right. But I'm just saying, you know, given the fact that there's probably not something cooking, then given that this indicates there's not, it could be years before we see anything. Yeah. So. Oh, well, um, speaking of Overwatch, Year of the Rabbits Live went live as we are recording or earlier today. Um, Year of the Rabbit, so capture the flag. Uh, there's a um, couple different sort of seasonal modes, what have you, that have adjusted skins, what have you. I'm not into the the seasonal events as I used to be, but I think the structure of how you get rewarded is why I'm not as, you know, interested. Like in the past, it, it, like I felt like I was, I was that getting that progression for the handful of, of time I'd spend in a particular mode that I wasn't as interested in. Now it's like, nah. Sorry. Do, do you mean no rewards? No, no. Like there's rewards. It's just to acquire them, right? Like, mm, like sarcastic. the, the Olympian, yeah. The Olympus <laughs> event, like, oh, you can go and get something to like a voice line. If you get like 25 Elims as widow, I hate playing widow in the best of days. <laughs> and I have like, like you're going to put me into an event where once you get your all, you pretty much can just like delete heroes um, in the, in the mode. But getting to your alt is a challenge. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm with you in that boat, but not because of the rewards. Just I like the PvE events that have some, you know, story to them. A little bit of uh, um, flavor, like the Junkenstein's Queen was was amazing that they added. uh, Junkenstein's Bride, I mean to say. Uh, So that's a little bit better. But this one, like Capture the Flag and this Deathmatch, I'll play it once, twice, that's it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's okay. It, well, but they, I mean, in, in fairness, there are some who much prefer the PVP style events, right? Like I get that, but it just feels to sure. me like they're the rewards that exist are geared so heavily towards the grind in the event oh, yeah. as opposed to the, like, I mean, we talked about this, I think last show, it used to be, you had like, okay, play quick play, um, arcade, like you can earn rewards and we will reward you for playing in the game, not in each individual event. Yeah. There might be some that were specific, but it wasn't, you know, so skewed to being like, okay, I'm going to go and 
make my choice today. I'm going to grind the seasonal yeah. event over progression elsewhere. <laughs> like a lot of players echoed what what I feel as well. Like I, it somehow makes you want to grind the game less. How grindy it is. Like I, I used to play <laughs> Overwatch way more, even when it didn't like reward me for for grinding i don't know what's about that and and i feel like a lot of players did experience that once the first season uh went away and it's like oh so this is what it is now and i don't know like i i enjoy the core game but like um i'm no longer i i cannot be as emotionally invested into that whole grind you know mentality maybe if there's sometimes a reward like there was with the you know, great Genji skin at the end, but right now it's like, uh, even the event, I'm like, uh, I don't really, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird state that the game is in right now. Um, mostly negative, I'd say. Yeah, it, it definitely strikes me. I mean, obviously being someone in the ecosystem and everything and on Twitter and everything, it feels a lot like, the overall attitude towards the game right now is more negative than it has been in a long time. Like even when we had no content, at yeah. least there was like a relatively stable and enjoyable meta that people were liking. Um, and, and that kind of thing. And then, you know, even with the release of overwatch two and, you know, maybe there were some, some, you know, bumps along the way with launch, it seemed like people still overall enjoyed playing and didn't have mm -hmm. that many gripes but it seems like nowadays like all i'm hearing is how i don't know yeah i i'm on twitter while we while we record and i'm reading through tweets and if it's not someone saying oh why is everyone playing mercy right now then it's why are people hard locking lucio the second a match starts and then it's oh why is everyone playing junker queen and it's just like what what's happening like it really feels like it's in a worse state than ever. Yeah. And I mean, I do agree that, you know, the rewards and what the battle pass currently offers is not very incentivizing, oh, but it not also feels like people are generally just not happy with playing the game right now, which is, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not getting rewarded, the game better well sure. be exciting and fun to play. And if that's just... not, then why are you playing? Right. I was just about to say, not to mention the fact that you get demoted every season and you're like, okay, let's uh, get back to where True. you're supposed to be. It's like, what? <laughs> My analogy with, with the the salary, it's kind of like how I feel. Like, <laughs> I should Very not true. be back to where I'm supposed to be. I was right there. I, I had to climb out of, like, bronze three anyways, and it, like, it took a while. And now uh, it's, oh, it's too much. Yeah. The... You know, while you were talking about sort of the, you know, the reward system and and how, like, it feels much more of a grind. Again, it's free to play. Like, there will be a, a, a steeper grind. I get that. But it got me thinking in the professional sense as to what, you know, Omni, you and I do for a living. But, you know, our listeners, I presume many of them have heard of the term of a smart goal. Um, and if you haven't, it just simply, it's an acronym. It means specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, timely. Yeah. It seems like the Overwatch platform has gone with the Homer Simpson version <laughs> because you can say that the rewards are very specific. SMRT. They are measurable unless it's the win, you know, get, was it three wins with all yeah, three heroes, three but we're not going to tell you which that yeah. you need. Um, 
it's relevant because it's, oh, here's the seasonal award. Here's the mm-hmm. reward that you get. And they are timely because you know when the deadline Season is. It just doesn't feel weekends. like they are attainable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would argue that in this case, there should be another R that stands for rewarding or an I for incentivizing. <laughs> and I feel like that is missing. I feel like, and, you know, I... I I generally didn't have much of a problem with loot boxes personally. I understand the larger problem they pose and the duplicate problem that was pretty rampant, but I generally fall on the side that I felt more rewarded earning loot boxes for, you know, getting whatever it was, 27 stars, which worked out to be, you know, minimum 13 wins, um, or just for getting one every time I leveled or for getting one for completing a challenge or whatever. I don't care about voice lines i generally don't care about sprays all i really care about is skins if i'm being honest i want skins and i want currency Cost to buy money. more skins that's right and yeah. if if the, if that currency could also get me a battle pass hey wouldn't that be nice but we're just not getting that right now so i yeah. i mean i know every, every episode the past few weeks i've been saying well i'm mostly playing god of war right now i'm finished god of war and i have barely touched overwatch since finishing yeah i i uh, dipped my toes but i'm just it's just not grabbing me right now where are you guys on the battle pass right now? Legit, I think level seven to nine. Like that's how little I have played. Twenty-seven, twenty-eight, something like that. Yeah. So I, of the three of us, I've played the most. I'm fifty. Yeah. Which and so I'm at Ramacha. fifty. I'm, I'm. Well, I mean, I bought the battle pass, so I got him right out the gate. But but the thing is, is I'm at fifty, and I'm like, I, I'm not really into it. Like I am playing still, like I'll, I'll play um, every couple of days and, and what have you, but I have yet to go in to change or look oh. or marvel at the cosmetics. <clears throat> yeah, there, is, there has been absolutely nothing that's like, oh, I need to get that. Or I think I can. Because if you if you put a reward behind something that requires me to go and get X number of kills as widow, you're telling me not to do it, not even to bother. It's not worth my time. It's so frustrating. I mean, with you being a good Junkrat player, there's a lot of, of uh, you know, a re- relative <laughs> transition, tra- trans, uh, how do you call it, skill transfer, right? Uh-huh. Yes, yes, lots of skill transfer from Junkrat to Widow. I mean, one of the awesome <laughs> oh, uh, things is is how I did get a headshot, and I don't know how the mechanics worked. Um, but I got a headshot as Junkrat. Like, it had to have been a bug. <laughs> um, Pegged a grenade. I, I have a, a um, memorable play of the game with Junkrat uh, that I got a sharpshooter for, so that was kind of cool. Really? Well, yeah. see, sharpshooter's possible because of, like, the fire the one, get the insta-gib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hit a few yeah. in a row, accidentally, of course. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, like, on the same boat. Even when I do have the little time, I would just, you know, I, I, I don't want to boot up Overwatch like I used to. I'm just either playing chess online or, or vampire survivors or anything like that. And yeah. it's sad because, like, it's... I, I love Overwatch. I, I do. <laughs> I wouldn't be here if I if I didn't. So it's mm-hmm. more sad than anything. I agree. <clears throat> I, think, I want to love and enjoy the game again, yeah. but I just well, like I play it and I'm like, eh, that was kind of fun. But all right. And then I, I think 
for me, I mean, I, I shared it on the last show. It's the intrinsic motivation of, oh, I'm playing with some friends. We're having a good time. Yeah. yeah. The game um, is fun like, to me still. It's just like uh, everything around is, ugh. Well, I was chatting with a friend of mine. We both agreed, like 5v5, when you get in a, in a, in a good sort of group, it is right. so much fun. Right. But it's like you have to coordinate and work that hard to get there just to get fun. Give me fun. I mean, I like I can I can get my dopamine hit by firing up a quick round of Marvel Snap on my mobile device, and I struggle to get that dopamine hit simply logging in and playing around in Overwatch. Because what am I gonna What am I gonna see? I'm gonna be told I'm a trash whatever in chat because that's just gonna happen. Um, I'm going to be told I'm not playing the meta. A game that has how many heroes now, but you have to choose the ones that are perceived as being in meta. I'm not playing competitive either. Let's make that very clear. This is quick play. Like, really? They do. They get tilted so much as quick play. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I I shared it in in RSP Chord yesterday. Uh, I'm playing a match. Uh, We're on New Queen Street. I'm Anna. My entire team has decided to go and spawn camp because why not? Uh, we were dominant. We won that first fight clean. And here I am hanging out with the robot. So you you lose you lose one support if I'm doing that. Or I can choose to support them spawn camping, but we're not making no progress, getting no value. Why? Sure. So that 4v5 fight where they're just hanging out in spawn obviously tilts <laughs> their favor. And seeing this, I don't go and feed. I'm like, okay, I start, I leave the, the bot where it is and I start retreating. I'm going to go and get back with my team who's going to come to respond. Sure. Save for this Genji, who's in fairness, pretty good player. Genji is jumping it every which direction and I'm having to guess where he's going to try to hit him. And not only that, he's not giving me any line of sight. So we're not even a minute into the, darn game and i'm already getting trash talked in uh in chat for being a trash anna the other team is like one why are you doing your anna like that and two you're in a bloody box in a room how is she supposed to get line of sight on you should just play more so he's like oh he trash yeah exactly trash anna trash anna we go and we win the team next team fight I'm again on escort duty because why not? Our Genji is on like single digit health and starts spamming needs healing. I am just waving. Comes and stands in front of me and I'm I'm waving, and then uh, gets killed by I, their Junker Queen or whatever, and I I wave <laughs> again and then sleep the Junker Queen. My team comes and deletes it. The Junker Queen is like, oh my god, I'm not upset that I just got you know, baited into that because it was yeah. so funny to see you treat your Genji that way. But like, I mean, that's, I will admit I am now being toxic. I, I try not to be, I hate toxicity, but this is what this game is turning me into. Classic Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris. <laughs> mm-hmm. So true. I should, so true. I, I, I don't like, I don't play. I have yet to play Junkrat. I, I kid you not. I I am picking uh, DPS heroes that I'm not comfortable on because I, if I take Junkrat, I'm just going to get, you know, told how horrible of a human being I happen to be. 
in this game because it's perfectly permissible to allow for that to happen. And I get it. It's worse than it's free to play because everyone now can. You don't have to pay for the right to trash talk. You can just get an account for free. Can can you on computer, remember I play on console, can you not just mute all party chat and things like that? Oh, there might be a way to do that. Like, But like there, there are times when I do find it helpful. Like I, it's, it's like I have, I, I have to go in sure, sure, and yeah. purposefully disadvantage myself mm-hmm. to shut that up. I mean, it, it's like the system of, you know, avoid these players. There's a maximum of names you can put on the list. And it, I mean, it, right. and in Overwatch one, it reset every week or whatever. Did it really? Oh yeah. It, like, oh, wow. yeah, there's I mean, three you can avoid. And then it's like, there's a. But you like what are the odds to meet him again, right? Yeah, true. Well, the other thing that I've noticed, and I mean, whether or not there's any truth to this, I've shared how I am a, you know, I report if you anything to do with self harm, um, like significantly profane language, I will report you. I'm not going to tell you I am. I use the report function in Overwatch one approximately once a week, I would get a, Hey, you know, based on your report, we've actioned something. Cool. I have yet to see that in Overwatch two. Now it could be that I'm a prolific reporter and therefore my account is flagged or whatever. Cause there's the counter to me reporting all the time is that I'm quote unquote crying wolf. And I don't know how the report system works, but based on how it's been described to me, I have to accept that profane language, self-harm, and other such things are permissible in small amounts because can't control everything. <laughs> like, I get that you can't police everything in real time. Maybe they're just not but, providing feedback back to the reporters anymore. I and that know. could be too. I, I And I, I want to – you raise a very sound point. I need to – you know, have that asterisk. It could be that it's happening and I'm just not seeing the, the closed back of the, the loop, but yeah, now I'll get off my soapbox here. I'll go back out to the lawn and start yelling at clouds like the boomer. I am. (laughs) (sighs) So that's it. That's a show. Three guys got to talk about nothing for 37 minutes and 49 seconds. Yeah. How about that? Well, it's not not bad, not bad. Do you think uh in two weeks' time we'll have a Toronto Defiant roster to talk about? We could talk about it already in two weeks' time, even if there's no announcement. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. <laughs> and then act all surprised oh. when it does uh, you know. No, but, you know, with our luck. Could you imagine that we go and talk about it and then suddenly uh, it doesn't actually come to life and it's something entirely different? Yeah. Huxal and Bumper, right? Oh, did I, did I just rumor? Oh, shoot. Sorry, Adam. Yeah. yeah way to go. The final never talk to us. He's ever. never going to, yeah, he's never going to um, come on to the show again. Yeah. Oh, so anyhow, what final words of wisdom do y'all have uh, this week? I mean, since it's like a very quiet week, I did tr- 
Now, I did prepare words of wisdom, but I, I was just at a dentist and he had them removed, so... Sorry about that. So Jordan was telling us his mic couldn't unmute, but I kind of think he fixed it. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. Right. It was, I don't know if you saw me pushing the mute button on my mic, the physical one. I'm watching the red light blink at me over and over again, and it it just it wouldn't stop blinking, which means it's muted. And I was I was like, why 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 won't you let me talk? But I fi- I don't know what I did differently, but I fixed it. So I'm here. Yeah. So, you know, you've just uh, brought my attention to the chat screen. And at the top, it says private and secure messaging. Now, the platform we use apparently has upgraded its chat feature and has noted at mention slash commands and reactions are a thing. So I just hit slash. And if I want to, I could blind myself, I bet, by going slash light. But I'm going to leave it on slash dark. I wonder what roll does. Oh, I didn't know there was a dark mode. Oh, yeah, cool. Wait, how do you get the dark mode? It's awful with well, all that light. It, so it if, you, if you go into chat, I think you can go like slash dark and that'll fix it. I mean, our listeners yeah, right now are right. really interested in this in this uh, technology that we're discovering. Mm. But um, It's true. Yeah. This is riveting podcast material. Mm-hmm. Slash roll. I rolled a oh, D20 wow. and I rolled a one. Wow. <laughs> That's Great. what roll is. So we could be doing a little D and D or wait, are we allowed to do that? Because isn't, uh, you know, wizards of the coast going and upsetting its community too right now or something like that. All right. I'm going to roll. And if it's a uh, 15 to 20, yeah. luge is coming to Toronto. Okay. If it's a 10 to 15, uh, hacksaw, no bumpers coming in his place. And if yeah. it's a one to ten, Toronto moves to Hamilton and becomes the okay. Hamilton <laughs> uh, uh, Hammerheads. Uh, hammerheads. Yep, that's it. Hamilton Hammerheads. We have an eight. Hamilton, it is. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Steel Adam, Town. Steel Town's getting the Hammerheads. That's yeah. right. Uh, I got a joke for you guys. It's Year of the Rabbit, right? And uh, one of the things about every year, it's an animal, what have you, but years continue moving forward and we do get a little bit older. Uh, I ask you guys this. Um, how do you tell the uh, old rabbits from the young ones? Uh, they have gray hair. Well, you look for the gray hairs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. Close but, enough. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Um, how do you catch a unique rabbit? Mm. Something about a lucky rabbit's foot. Mm-mm. Darn. Unique up on it. Unique up on it. Gosh darn. I don't I like get that, it. Though. That, that was a good one. Unique, you, like you sneak? Okay. Unique up on it. You sneak up on it? Unique up on it? But it has nothing to do with rabbits. You could say it about it. <laughs> I, yes. About right. a squirrel, too. How do you catch a unique ninja? <laughs> unique up, up on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it would only work if the I'm ninja not here telling the jokes hair. that require me to put an explicit warning on our show. Well, I, I could tell uh, a chicken did... crossing the street or to a basketball <laughs> game or something like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> interested in the referee on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too many fouls. Uh, unique up on it. Well, it's uh... too many fouls were blown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me. You broke the podcast. Oh, uh, nobody's listening anyways at this point. Yeah, at this point of the show, for certain. 
Uh, anyhow, if for some reason you still are, and this was the first time that you got to listen, I do hope that you subscribe. Uh, join Discord, Discord.io slash Ready Set Poem, or follow us on Twitter at Ready Set Poem. But uh, yeah, we are here at the end of the show. I am Chris at Lightforce. As always, I'm always joined by Omni at Omni Strife and Jordan at Sir Dr. Jam, also the host of the One Man Watchpoint Watch podcast. And uh, by the way, it's time to say catchphrase. Thank you.